The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. This one's on me, Jimmy. Okay, thank you there, Johnny. I just happened to mention that today is my birthday, so thanks. And um, thank you, Elvis. It's always great to have you to lead me into the show. But I've got to do my intro. This is Dunn's Deal, where I deal the cards and I deal them fairly. But Joe Biden is not the president. He is the thief-in-chief, the pretender to the throne. Donald J. Trump is the true president. He's just wading off the coast. He's just across the channel there, building his forces, just waiting for the right time for when he comes back. And he's lost a little weight, and he's tanned, and he's looking good. So... He's been working on his golf game. Not much else to do when you're not president any longer. Well, actually, he still is, but administratively, he's just got to play golf. So, we're going to talk about Joe Biden and what he had to say last night. And uh, I also want to talk about um, uh, the 9-11 anniversary that's coming up tomorrow. Um... You know, it's still a tragic thing. Uh, We lost almost 3,000 Americans uh, of all stripes um, that day. And it was a tragic thing, but it's 20 years out now, so it's time to take a look at things. And um, I found some information that will blow some people's minds, might anger some. But um, we've got to take a good, close look at it to see how it happened. And the official story, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, we shall get to the thief-in-chief, the pretender to the throne, as soon as I locate. Let's see... I know I've got it here somewhere. Biden yells at a reporter. Speech on Cabal. AU31. And that's... You just passed it. I just passed it. Okay, right there. Thank you, JR. Twice you saved me. So... My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. But just don't take it from me. Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans who are lying in hospital beds, taking their final breath, saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. The second piece of my plan is continuing to protect the vaccinated. For the vast majority of you who have gotten vaccinated, I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. 
I understand the anxiety about getting a breakthrough case. But as the science makes clear, if you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness, even if you get COVID-19. In fact, recent data indicates there is only one confirmed positive case per 5,000 fully vaccinated Americans per day. You're as safe as possible. And we're doing everything we can to keep it that way. Keep it that way. Keep you safe. That's where boosters come in. The shots that give you even more protection than after your second shot. I spend, you know, Joe Biden there said that the vaccine is free, safe, and effective. Well, it's not free because one-third of the working year goes towards paying goes towards paying the taxes. A break. And um, safe? Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. Have you read uh, the Veers report there, Joe? There's at least 13,000 people that have died from the vaccine. And there's a lot more to be said on that. And effective, I've got an article here about Israel. Yeah, Israel. They've, uh, they've got like a 90% vaccination rate in their whole country. And... COVID's going, <laughs> going through their country like crazy. So, no, it's not effective. It doesn't work against the, uh, the vaccine. In fact, he even said it there at one point in, in, in his little speech there when he was talking about you can, you can get the vaccine and you're safe from the vaccine. I mean, you're safe from covid but even if you get COVID, oh, it won't be so bad. Well, you know what? You've got a 99% chance of beating COVID on your own without the vaccine. Why would you want the vaccine if the vaccine doesn't protect you against COVID? You can still get it. I've got a lot more to say about this, but it looks like there's someone on the line here. So let's see what's on their mind. Two people. Go ahead, caller. What's on your mind? Yeah, Jim. Uh, that Biden clown, he makes me want to vomit. He really does. Yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. I know. Um, I, I could spend the whole hour, and I, I still wouldn't be able to cover all the lies that, uh, it, that he did. It's, on, pathetic. That he said. it's pathetic. It really is. Um, you know what they tried to perpetrate a couple of weeks ago, uh, saying that... Um, the Pfizer uh, vaccine was fully approved. That oh, was, yeah. That was an enormous lie, lie, lie. The yeah. only thing that was approved was a vaccine for minors, I think 12 to 15 years old, that you can't even get. Comunati, yes. Yes. Yep. But they but they want, they tried to make, make it sound like for everybody, like everything, where you're good to go, the vaccine's good. Uh, these people that are just trying to force them to get that vaccine, I, if I was them, I'd say, I don't know what vaccine you're talking about, but um, FDA has not approved this vaccine, and you can't be forcing this on anyone. I know. And, it was such and, a... And leave, it, leave it there. That's it. <laughs> it was such a sleight of hand because they had two different, uh, I hate to call them vaccines, two different drugs, and... Yep. Uh, you know, so they they approved the one, the one that you can't get here in the states, but yeah. they just extended the uh, emergency use uh, authorization exactly. for exactly. the Pfizer. So, and what that does is it still protects Pfizer from any lawsuits. You can't sue them. So uh, to be very clear yes. for everybody, the only thing they did was extend. The uh, EUA, yeah. That's all they did. That that vaccine has not been approved. It's it's not safe and it's not effective. But you have the supposed president of the United States talking to everyone in the country and castigating, you know, tearing up on 
uh, people aren't vaccinated because we know this. We know that it's not safe. Absolutely. And we know it doesn't work and it can do damage to your body. Yep. You, you know, know, and, you know it, to me, the only thing that you can call a vaccine is smallpox. Small po- mumps, yeah, measles, polio, polio. All, that's a, that's a it, true vaccine. It has worked. It, it, it ends. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a maybe. A if it's that's it. It's no more. This it, thing here exactly. is a joke. Yeah. So it's it's not safe. It's not effective. And my tax money is going to pay for this thing. So it's not free. He lied on each and every point, and you know so. <laughs> yep. What what am I waiting for? I'm waiting for you for I'm waiting for you to resign, Joe. Your whole administration. There's Joe, one other thing I'd like to share with you. I don't know if you heard this or not. But I hope you're sitting down. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know that number two uh, clown uh, tranny in the in the health department there. The I don't I don't know what what he calls himself. The tranny. Okay. You know who I'm talking about, right? Are you talking that, 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 the, the guy from the guy from Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, check this out. Him and uh, thoroughly modern Millie were classmates in Massachusetts. Were high school classmates. And thoroughly <laughs> modern Millie. You know Millie, General Millie. No. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, General? yes, yes. Yeah. Well, him. <laughs> And that clown from Pennsylvania were high school uh, classmates. Oh boy! So that, that's, I mean, when I heard that, I, I damn near fell out. I couldn't yeah, believe it. yeah. All, all, all <laughs> roads lead back to Massachusetts at some point in yeah. time. <laughs> and what? Just one last thing. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Pompeo's looking very good these days. Looking very stout. He's, <laughs> he's lost a lot of weight. You seen him? Oh uh, no, I haven't. But I uh, I heard rumors that, that Trump is getting ready to gear up for twenty twenty four. Maybe maybe that might be his vice president. Yeah. President, he'd be a great one too. Oh, there you go. Good idea. Yeah, yeah didn't I'll think of that. Great, yeah. Okay. All right, my friend. I've got to get to other people. Thank you for the call. All right. Have a good weekend. Yep. You too. Bye now. Yeah. There you go. We were talking about possible running mates for Trump in 2024 and i don't think it could be ron desantis because they'd both be out of florida and uh thing of the attorney general of texas uh larry elder after he becomes governor of california but then he'd only be a governor for two years you'd want him to be there for a little while um mike pompeo hmm former secretary of state yeah yeah that's a good idea. Anyhow, we've got someone else, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What's on your mind? Hello? Got to flip the switch. I'll get used to these buttons one of these days. Yes, go ahead. You still there? Oh, can, you hear me now? can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, well, I hear, I understand I heard on the radio it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you do me a favor? What's that? There's another person that's really dear to me that has a birthday today, too. Can you just say happy birthday to him? I'll tell you who they are when, when you say happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. What's his name? To, to... Williams. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's my birthday, too. <laughs> no. Same yeah. first name, yeah. same birthday. Oh, my God. Same, bir- same first go, name, same go birthday. Figure. Yeah, what a world. small world, huh? Yeah. I, say, oh, I was going to pull a little joke on you when, you know, when I uh, opened the call. And then, he, you know, he says, okay, uh, please hold. And then all of a sudden he comes back in. Keep it clean. Because <laughs> he knows me. I've never heard you say anything inappropriate. Well, well, actually, no. There was one joke I said on Dion's show a couple, two, three months ago that yeah. <laughs> 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 didn't go over too well, let's just say. Uh, <laughs> we're supposed to have like a se- seven-second uh, you know, dump, but... Uh, well, yeah. well, well, the thing was, it was a joke. There was no obscenities in it, but it was, let's say, unclassy. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't really have had to have uh, hit that button because there was no obscenities, but... That's good. Uh, I, I wish he did at that at, at that time. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the speech last night? Uh, I don't even watch that clown or with Biden. Yes. 
I didn't watch that clown. I don't pay you, attention to what he says. You, you, know? you were better off. I, yeah, you know why? Because I think I would have taken the, sh- the uh, vaccine by now if it wasn't for Biden and that clown Fauci. If, if Trump was elected and they got rid of Fauci and they put somebody in there who knew, knew what the hell they were talking about, yeah, I'd feel more comfortable getting the vaccine instead of this garbage. Okay, remember what happened. Okay, first they tried to bribe us with uh, free pizza. Then yeah, free yeah pizza. or a burger. Yeah. yeah, or a, a French or a fries. Yeah, in New York, exactly. they were saying, you can get French fries if you get the shot. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, well, the, the bribery didn't work. So now they're, now they're strong-arming us, okay? Biden's up there. Uh, and very frankly, uh, we're sick and tired of it. This is the patients are where it's in. Oh, boo-hoo. Okay? Yeah. yeah. God, that guy makes me sick. You know? I but mean, the thing about Fauci, you know, now getting back to Fauci, I mean, he worked with the, the Chinese communists. Yes, no Working with the commies. I mean, is there a yeah. problem there? Do you do you see a, a, a conflict of interest when you're working with with the Chinese communists to develop oh, a bioweapon? Oh yeah, oh, Fauci <laughs> had both hands in that in that Wuhan lab. Yeah. Okay. And, and what was that? Um, what's that term they use? Um, Gain of function. Gain of function. Yeah, of course. And he lied to Congress through his teeth. He did. Oh, the the proof is there. He's if we had justice in this, this country, the four hundred fifty uh, protesters wouldn't still be in jail, and Fauci would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get rid of Fauci, okay? Get rid of him and put. See, if you go to a doctor, okay, and you're diagnosed with something, and he tells you to do this, okay? Yeah. And you do it. And then, and then the next day, doctor calls you, oh, uh, that's wrong, do this. Do this instead. Okay, and you do that instead. And then the third day, oh, I was wrong. You know, you get kind of uh, uncomfortable with that doctor at this point. Well, that's Yeah, you might, you might uh, seek a second opinion or a new doctor. Or, or, or fire that doctor and get another one, right? Yeah, he yeah. He should be fired, okay? He, he, you know, he's, he's just a medical quack. I mean, you know, he's not even a medical quack. He's a medical hack. And uh, a politician, but even though he's not... Like, he's you know, a bureaucrat. Doesn't he doesn't even do the research. He, he, exactly. Exactly. He shuffles the, the paper. He, he funnels the money. He's the bag man. Yeah. He, 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 he sends the, he the money him. over to, what's his name, in Echo Health. And then from mm-hmm. Echo Health, it goes to Wuhan. You know, but uh, he's just a bag man. Yeah, of course. I mean, but yeah, he, he tells us to follow the science. Now, there are two types of sciences. There's science, and then there's junk science. Yeah. Okay? And junk science is what we're following right now. I know. And, uh, and, and that's why I, you know, that's why I'm very hesitant to get the, the vaccine. Because, I mean, obviously, they're trying to shove it down our throats. Yeah. Uh, we don't know really what's in it. We don't know what the long-term effects are. Okay, you know, short they, they skipped have... the animal trials, which is where you find out. And actually, they've done yeah. they've done experiments on similar COVID um, uh, medicines in the past. And in the past, mm-hmm. these mRNA uh, vaccines always killed the animals. Yeah. Well, well, let me well let me tell you this: the last time humanity skipped animal trials was in Nazi Germany. Seagull. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, they did live exper- human experimentation. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, well, we haven't learned anything so that, because that's what this virus vaccine has been, a human experimentation. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see five, ten years from now what the long-term effects are. Uh, the other, the other and, thing I want to mention. And it's going to be human so, beings that are going to be the, the lab rats. Yeah, like we are now. Yep. <laughs> so, so it's going to be status quo. The other thing, too, uh, uh, September 11th. Yeah, the, one thing I don't really like about my birthday is I have this in my mind now, what happened the next day. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad I, I wasn't born on the 11th. Oof. Well, I, I know a couple people that were, and they, they yeah. you know, uh, you know, in, in my heart to for them. But we, I do know what the Taliban's going to be doing tomorrow. They're going to be holding a parade, a celebratory <laughs> uh, anniversary parade. With, with our, our uni- with our vehicles with our, and our guns. We're, and yeah. We're yeah. Wearing our uniforms, our Humvees, you know, carrying our weapons, wearing our... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going to have a grand old time. Oh, 
absolutely. And Biden, oh, the Taliban, they're going to be our friends, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not, they're not going to be our friends. Okay. They, he's try, he says he's negotiating. <laughs> they think he's a joke. Like, like you and I. Okay, there's one thing you and I and the Taliban agree on. Biden is a joke. Yeah. Okay. That's the only <laughs> thing we can agree on. And, and if you're going to negotiate, you have to have something to negotiate with. You know, we've got nothing. They've got, they've got our armaments. They've got hostages Are, now. Yeah, and uniforms. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the buildings. Okay. Yep. They're not, you know, it's not going to be $100 we had to get them out of Afghanistan. You know that. It's going to be like another one of those Iran uh, hostage things. Remember when Jimmy Carter took office, all those, uh, those people that were held hostage for how many days? Over 400, I forget the exact number now, but... Yeah, yeah. it's going to turn into something like that, okay? But uh, we can thank Sleepy Joe uh, Biden, the butcher, okay, who, um, you know, who uh, killed 13 American um, uh, uh, Marines and countless civilians, and all Biden can do when they unloaded the caskets of those 13 Marines was look at his watch. And and where's Kamala Harris? Where is under the desk... Uh, Harris. Okay, she, she's lying she's on her back, yeah, or under the table too. Yeah, but, that too. Uh, so, Whichever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, she's like, she's gone. I mean, she's like, I, nobody's talked about her. Okay, uh, and Biden, you know, when he gets up there, yep, the, podium, yep. the, the only reason it's why crazy. This thing, this, yeah, well, the only reason why he's um, making any mention of the vaccine is to get people's minds away of his screw up in Afghanistan. It's yeah, well, I tell you, it, it it already seems like uh, ancient history, you know. Oh, that was last yeah, well, week. Yeah. Like you that, said, that, oh, that, that that was a couple of days ago. Yeah, that's his mindset. Okay, well, that that, yeah, that was yeah, a disaster. That, so let's let's move on to the next disaster. Yeah, and they, and they're gonna hope that we forget, you know, and everything's gonna be hunky dory and all that. But when we have another nine eleven style attack, like we had back in two thousand and one. Because Joe Biden gave the, an early Christmas gift to our sworn enemies who want to see us dead. If we have another 9-11 attack, oh, what caused that? Well, remember what Sloppy Joe did back in uh, 2021 or 20-whatever, you know? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? We Afghanistan, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's... Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what what a winner we've got. Uh, a, a winner? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I hope you could tell. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, a real winner. A real winner, a huge, eyes rolling a huge here. winner. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. again, happy, happy birthday, Jim. Uh, happy birthday uh, to you here. too. Thank you, and have a great weekend. Okay, take care, man. You too. Bye yeah, bye. Okay. Well, let's uh, take a little break here. No, wait a minute. I don't want that yet. Let's. Do this one, but we shall break. The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. 
The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island saw the Great Swamp Battle slash massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. Okay, well, I'm back, and uh, I want to talk some uh, now about about 9/11, about the uh, anniversary that we've we've got coming up tomorrow, and uh, everyone's got got their memories of where they were, what they saw. Um, I've <laughs> I had been working really late that night. Didn't get to bed till probably four in the morning. Woke up early, and uh, my roommate was was watching the news, and I literally didn't believe what I was watching. You know, I was just groggy, and I walked away. You know, came back, and um, I watched more of it, and I watched uh, the the second plane going to into the. Uh, the, the the south tower of the World Trade Center, and of course uh, spent the morning watching it glued to the TV because you know you're just being mesmerized by what you were seeing, not not really comprehending it, but I knew that we were going to go to war over it. That, that the things that happened that morning, 20 years ago. Uh, you know they're they're life changing. They're um, you know they, they change the course of countries and stuff like that. they change history. Um, and what I want to do is I want to look at how it happened. And I know there's a lot of personal stories that that people could get into and. Uh, a lot of very sad stories. Uh, I remember I was um, driving cab at the time, and I picked up this one guy who had um, been working in the towers and lost a whole bunch of his friends, and he was just distraught over it. And, you know, uh, so, but I don't want to get into the emotion of it because I've been looking at some information that has changed my thinking about how it happened because I'd always bought into the theory that was written about in uh, Popular Mechanics. It kind of explained the hows of, of, of it happening. You know, it seemed to do that fairly well. You know, I'm not an architect, I'm not an engineer, uh, but Popular Mechanics laid it out. You know, you have the planes crashing, and then because of of the the fire, the the heat from uh, the, not gasoline, the kerosene is what it actually is. Uh, number one jet fuel, I think, is what they call it. And of course, that fire and the the office furniture and the rugs and everything catching on fire caused the steel um, to either not quite melt but to warp. This is according to Popular Mechanics. And then the top story 
you know, the top stories because it hit about uh, on the North Tower. I think it hit about uh, the 78th floor. And then you have all the floors above it, so there'd be a lot of weight. Uh, you know, you, you warp or you melt the, uh, the steel beams, and then all that weight's going to come crashing down. And then one floor hits the next floor, hits the next floor, hits the next floor. And that's, that's how they described how the, um, you know, how the disaster happened. And for years I, I bought into that. It, uh, it sounded plausible to me. But there's, this, there's a lot of people that say that that's not how it happened, that that's actually not true. And one of the things it hinges on is the heat of those fires from the gas, from the gasoline, there we go, from the jet fuel. Was it hot enough to melt the steel? Well, uh, jet fuels burn at about 1,200 to 1,400 degrees. And, you know, so that's that's pretty darn hard, hot. Now, you know, a lot of things are going to be burning up. You know, all the office furniture is going to burn up at that that uh, temperature. Uh, you know, probably the, the middle file cabinets. But molten steel, well, for steel to melt, you need a temperature of 2,700 degrees. So you got to ask yourself the question. Um, how does something that burns at 1,200 to 1,400 degrees reach the height of 2,700 degrees in order to melt steel? Because if, if the steel doesn't melt, you're not going to have a collapse of those towers. So, and this is, I was... Um, actually, I was talking uh, yesterday to people at Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. I'm going to have somebody on next week who is an expert in this field and is uh, a member of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. But um, they, they don't buy into um, the jet fuel burning it at all. In fact, there's other groups. There's scientists for 9-11 Truth. Uh, there's even military government officials for 9-11 Truth. I'll bet you a lot of them are dead. And they just say that it couldn't happen the way that the official story goes. And there was an engineering, uh, not a firm, but uh, the National Institute of Standards and Technology... This is the governmental organization responsible for giving a scientific explanation as to how the World Trade Center buildings collapsed. And they basically gave the popular mechanics um, story. And I'm sure the popular mechanics got it from these guys. That is the official version that the fires were hot enough to bend or warp or melt the steel. Except... The fires would, be ha would have to be twice as hot as they were in order to melt it. And yes, I'm going to get conspiratorial here. But you know what? They used to call people that uh, denied that Oswald was the only shooter uh, in the JFK assassination conspiracy theory theorists. It's, that's a term, it's a CIA term that is meant to, um, to dissuade people from even going there. Oh, you're a crazy nut if you think that, that there's any other explanation for Kennedy's assassination. Or the Gulf of Tonkin, which began the Vietnam War. Oh, what, what else? Um, uh... Princess die, you know, getting killed, but that's British. You know, there's, well, I can, in my book, um, The United States of Empire, The Passing the Mantle from the United Kingdom to the United States, I 
put forth the theory, I postulate, that FDR was fully aware of the attack that was going to come on Pearl Harbor and that he needed it. He needed an attack uh, on the United States in order to get us involved in the war because we had to be there. Read my book. It gets into all the whys and the wherefores and the hows. But um, I'm not afraid of conspiracy theories because that's just a re-examination of something that just doesn't really figure, you know. I mean, how do you melt steel when you need 2,700 degree temperature fires to melt the steel, but the jet fuel can only burn at 1,000 or maybe 1,400 degrees. The steel won't melt. The buildings won't collapse unless there is something else there to, to heat up. You know, like they've got, uh, they used to have bellows, um, uh, you know, that, that would feed air into uh, steel manufacturing. And, um, you know, the, the, so that you'd get a hotter fire so you could melt steel. Well, there were no bellows there on the, you know, on the trade towers. It was a beautiful day. Remember that? It was bright, cloudless, blue sky. A lot like today, in fact. Um, so there was no external thing to make the fires burn hotter unless there were chemical explosives there, and that's what these guys say. 1,000 engineers signed on to finding out about the truth. A controlled demolition uh, is what they, they say brought it down. Because if you watch how the towers come down, they come down symmetrically. They come down perfectly, like as if it was a controlled demolition, like when you're de destroying a high-rise apartment or something. And, you know, if, if you just look at it coldly and just watch how the towers fall, especially Building 7. Building 7 was never hit by, uh, by a plane, but that went down just like the towers did. That is really curious. That stands out. And most people don't think about Building 7 because, you know, the images of those huge towers coming down. Building 7 was only 47 uh, stories tall. But it was not hit by anything, although there were fires in there, uh, probably from debris uh, from the fires that were in Building 7. But these guys say that this was a controlled demolition, and there's a lot of, of, uh, of proof for that. Because if it was just pancaking down like uh, popular mechanics uh, wrote about, you know, just one floor and one floor and one floor. Well, remember that, uh, that, that uh, skyscraper, well, it wasn't a skyscraper, it was a... Um, uh, th there was a building down in Florida. It was about, what was it, 12, 15, maybe 20 stories tall. Uh, happened early in the spring, and it collapsed. And, you know, you had the debris field there, and you had massive slabs of, of concrete because one floor fell on top of another floor, fell on top of another floor, and killed the people in there and crushed everything underneath it. But you could see the floors pancaking. But that's not the way it was with the, uh, with the trade towers. You had all of that, that debris. You had that explosive mushroom cloud, kind of like when there's an explosion. Uh, and a lot of the material got pulverized. In fact... The um, the floors were made out of cement. They were light cement, but you know, on <laughs> between each floor, you've got a floor, 
and it's made of uh, light cement, light construction cement, so that, you know, you can walk around and do everything, you know. Um, that was pulverized. It didn't just fall in slabs, but it got pulverized. Now, when you have a building collapse, like what happened down in, uh, it was outside of Miami. It wasn't Miami proper. But uh, that building collapse in Florida, you could see slabs of, of the floors. You didn't have the slabs of concrete flooring at the World Trade Center. It was the concrete was pulverized, and that's what happens in a controlled demolition. The explosion, the explosions, pulverize the um, uh, the concrete used for the floors. Um, they claim that a chemical called thermite was used, and that that's even combined with sulfur. To, um, to make thermite. And this melts steel and um, this is used in, in building demolitions. Uh, it, it just burns through and it melts the steel. Uh, it'll burn under a pile of rubble. It will burn underwater. And uh, it, it takes out the steel girders. If you watch very closely in the, in the footage, as the buildings are coming down, you've got the big mushroom plume that's up at the top. You look about 20 or 30 floors below the plume, and you can see small explosions coming out the windows. Now, they're really not small, because if you zoom, these guys zoomed in on one of them, and the explosion blew a guy out of the window. At least it looks to be a guy. You know, it's, it's hard to tell because it's so magnified, but it's a large object, and it got blown out of, of the window. Um, th these are called squibs. When you have the... Ex smaller explosions above the the large plume that's coming down, and these guys compared building demolitions to the World Trade Centers, and it was the exact same thing. You've got a a cloud, a plume cloud up at the top, and below it, you've got these small explosions that are knocking out the pillars as. As it's going down, you want to control the explosions so it all falls down into its own footprint. You know, it, um, it doesn't, you know, if you've ever seen one of these planned demolitions fail, you can have, you know, a building go, <laughs> you know, go kittywampus on you. It can go all over the place, but in a controlled explosion, it just drops straight down, just like the towers did. And you've got smaller explosions underneath that lead the collapse of it. So they were, they say that was caused by chemical explosions. Oh, this is some interesting stuff. There were 118 firefighters who had reported explosions. I was talking about the plume, you know, the mushroom cloud at the very top. Um, the plume, the mushroom plume itself was 1,200 feet in diameter. Now, how, how you figure out it was 1,200 feet across, I'm really not sure. But then again, I'm not an engineer. But it was 1,200 feet in diameter, way outside the width of the building. So if it was just a collapse, just a building falling, up, falling apart, then... You wouldn't have you wouldn't have a plume that wide. You probably wouldn't have a plume at all. I mean, there'd be a little, there'd be some debris getting blown out, but you wouldn't have the big plume, the big mushroom plume, like in an explosion. Hmm. And another thing about the pancaking. When you're watching this, when you're watching the buildings fall. 
notice there's no resistance between the floors as as it collapses because if the pancaking if the the 70th floor pancakes into the 69th 69th into the 68th 68th into the 67th there's going to be some friction there and this i didn't know of not being an engineer i just feared you know just from the sheer power just the weight of everything above you coming down that you know the floors beneath would just fall apart like paper but that's not true i mean you've got steel girders and they that weren't involved in the fire the fire was way up on the 78th floor so by the time you get down to floor 60 or floor 50 you still have the steel girders underneath the concrete flooring that are still at full strength so if it's a mere collapse then um, you're going to get resistance at each and every one of those floors, which means that it's that the the fall, that the collapse is going to slow, go slower and slower, have less of an impact, less power, and it will be stopped at some point. Unless you're knocking out the pillars from underneath with explosive charges. Then you can have the free fall that that you can see in in the clips uh it almost falls at the uh, the the fall of gravity you know if, if something you drop something it's gonna drop at uh, uh was it 32 feet per second you know but if if you've got something in the way that that's gonna slow it down so if it's free falling it's gonna drop at the speed of gravity you know if it's if if there's a structure in there that would slow it down, that would change the resistance, then it's it's going to fall much slower and even come to a uh, to a stop. But they don't come to a stop; they go all the way down to the ground. There's a lot of stuff here. It looks like I've got a call on this, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What are you thinking? Well. I would like to say that I, believe it or not, I've watched the, the, the film of the buildings falling down. Yes. You know, no, numerous times over the years. Yep. And I've always wondered why in the world it seemed very odd that the buildings fell down in a complete straight, you know, uh, vertical. A straight line, line. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, it doesn't look, it's it, it always looked funny to me. That there was something odd about it, how they just collapsed. If, if you were going to knock down a building deliberately, demolish, that's and I've seen pictures of that to different buildings around the country. They, they sure, demolish. sure. They fall down like that. Exactly. And I've always thought that was weird. They fell down in such like an almost, let's say, perfect uh, pattern. Yeah, they fell so down perfectly I, I symmetrically. Think, and I've always thrown cold water on this conspiracy idea that something else happened. But after listening to your explanation and coupling that with what was always kind of in the back of my mind, yeah, way in the back, but it was there, um, I, I'm going to reevaluate the whole thing. I, how those buildings fell down was uh, very, to me, was weird, very well, unusual. Remember, though, uh, soon afterwards, they took the, the footage off of all the, the, the news stations. You know, you, you weren't supposed to look at it because it was going to make us angry and want to go out and kill some Muslims because they're the ones that, that supposedly took it down. Um, and I, I kind of bought that. I mean, I didn't like it, you know, because <laughs> um, I wanted to see them again and again. But if we were looking at it again and again, a lot of people would have said, wait a minute, there's something fishy about this. Yeah, that's what I thought. The way they came down, such a, like a, let's use the word symmetrical, like a symmetrical pat. Yeah. <laughs> and as you just were saying a minute ago, if the fire was up on the upper, upper floors, the, that, that wouldn't melt any steel on the on the 50th floor. Yeah. It's, right. and Let me tell you, can I, I'd like to tell you one little vignette here. It'll take about one or two minutes. Uh, be fast. I'm, down to, I'm down to three minutes for the whole show. So oh, go. you only got three minutes. Yeah. Well, if I can't do it, you can just cut me off. <laughs> on, August, on August 11th, August 11th yes. of 2001, 
myself and my better half, we were in New York City. My daughter was living in Brooklyn. We used to get down there now and then to visit her. Yep. So we take a ride around the city on one of those, uh, you know, buses with the double decker. We're up on the top deck. You know, yep. the tourist buses they have. Uh huh. Go ahead. And we had we were using to take some pictures. But you know, the box cameras that people used to buy back in those days. You, you know, little the throwaway at ones. Yeah. At a wedding, they'd put them all on the tables, and people could really yeah, yeah, yeah. take pictures. All right, so we had them. But it was, you know, the one we had or the last couple we had were, were, were out of film. So was, the buses stopped right at the foot of the building, exactly right in front of it. We're looking up at these massive buildings. So we were very close to them. I said, geez, look at that. She goes, oh, I said, you know, she said, you know, take a picture or two from that angle, looking straight up at it. It was quite a sight. Well, the film the, the film was gone. The, 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 it was out of film. I said, geez, I said, we don't, there's no more film left in this thing. She says, you should have bought another one. She said, you know, when we stopped a little while ago before we got on the bus, she said, I thought you would have bought another one, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, I didn't. I said, well, well the next time we come down here, because, again, we had someone living there, Brooklyn. I says, well, we'll, you know, we'll do the same thing. We'll take a picture then. Now, here's her, here's her retort to me. How do you know these buildings are still going to be here? Oh, God. That's exactly what she said. Ooh. And that was August 11th. So that always stuck in my mind as well. Yeah, that, that'll come back I and bite it, you. Then I turn around. I says, "What are you talking about?" And I use my hand. I point it towards the book. I said, "Take a look at them." I said, "They're not. They're not going anywhere. They're made of steel. Said, Nothing's going to bring that down." <laughs> right. I said, "Take." I no. I said, "They're not going nowhere." I said, "We'll just get some pictures the next time." Yeah. There okay. Go. Well, I gotta go. Hey, <laughs> Thanks for I that know, story. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> There's more of this, and I'll have some guys from Architects and Engineers for Truth next week. See you later. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.